0: Hello, 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 hello. Hello. One, two, three, hello, my name is Matthew West, and I'm the host of this podcast. It's called the Matthew West Podcast. I'll read. Guys, I have some friends who have a company called Simply Earth, and it's an essential oil recipe box company, and I was always super confused by essential oils until I partnered up with them, and they have eliminated all the confusion, and they help make the air in my home toxin-free. It'll do the same for you, but most importantly, this is a company that is about a greater cause, not just helping make the air in your home toxin free they donate 13 percent of their profits to help end human trafficking they actually came up with that number 13 inspired by one of my songs next thing you know so there's a real personal connection with this company they're mission minded and they're helping to end human trafficking and when you buy your essential oils from them you get to take part in that fight against trafficking which is a big deal the company's called simply earth and here's what happens you get a Simply Earth essential oil recipe box that helps you gain confidence and clarity in using essential oils. You're going to receive the recipe box with four pure essential oils, six recipe cards and extras. You learn how to use your essential oils while making the recipes that are created by certified aromatherapists. I want to become a certified aromatherapist. That's a nice title. You save money and you detoxify your life, plus you buy for a company from a company that's changing the world. 13% of their profits go to end human trafficking. This is like a meal subscription kit, but it's way more fun and it's going to detoxify your home and you're going to help change other people's lives. So here's what I want you to do. Remember this, the essential oils alone would cost over $100 from other companies. But with the Simply Earth Essential Oil recipe box, you get four pure oils, six recipes and extra ingredients for only $39. And when you subscribe, you get a free big bonus box with even more natural goodies. It's never been easier to use essential oils. You got to sign up. And when you sign up with Simply Earth's essential oil recipe box, you get a free 80 milliliter essential oil diffuser when you subscribe using our URL, simplyearth.com west. Again, that's simplyearth.com west. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Matthew West Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew West. And as always, I really hope you like it. Our guest today is somebody who I got to meet because I was invited to perform a fundraising concert for an organization that they started in Ohio. And uh, the story behind why this organization exists is one that's going to touch your heart because it touched mine. It actually I left that fundraiser so inspired by the story of my guest's family and their little boy Jack that I wound up writing a song that you've heard on the My Story, Your Glory record called I Trust Jesus. We're going to dive into that story today, open your heart, get ready to be reminded that there is purpose even for the pain in our stories. We're going to go to the story house right now with a friend of mine, Brady Fineski. Well, I am super excited to have Brady Fineski. Did I say your last name right? I should know that before. Yeah, Fineski, you got it. That was yeah. pretty good, huh? <laughs> Thanks so much for joining me today. This is super cool to have you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's my first podcast, so I'm looking forward to it.
1: First one. First one as a as a as a guest. Yeah. Well, and uh, this
0: this podcast. Don't be you know. Don't be too nervous. This podcast only has two listeners: my mom and my dad. But. Um, uh, so you, this, I just
1: followed this morning. No, I'm oh, yeah, there <laughs> you go. Okay, now we got three <laughs> listeners. Listen. No, yeah, I am uh,
0: very excited to have you today because I know that our listeners are going to be touched by your story. Um, they may not even realize that they have already been uh, ministered to and encouraged by the story of you <laughs> and your family and your son Jack. And of course, uh, there's a logo behind you that says "Catching Up with Jack." We're going to get to that in a minute. Uh, first of all, just tell me and the listeners about your family, I, I know you, we, before we started, you told me you live in Ohio, uh, hence the sweater. I got a, I'm, I'm in Tennessee, but I got a sweater, but, but, uh, you live close to Michigan. You're a Michigan yep. fan, but I'm not going to hold that against you. Um, but tell me about your, your family, your wife and kids. Were you, yeah. Well, you're originally yeah. from Michigan, right? Is no, that right? Well, or? my mom is from Michigan. Yeah. Okay, there I, we go. I, I so grew we up in Illinois. Toast. So Midwest, there we go. Yeah.
1: So, um, we're in Toledo, Ohio. Um, my wife Katie and I have six children. Our oldest who we'll talk probably most about today is Jack. Um, and then we have four little girls, uh, underneath Jack and then a little boy named John. Uh, so six kids in total and, uh, we live in Toledo, Ohio. So it's uh, thrilled to be here again with you and share our story.
0: Yeah. What are the kids ages? So 16
1: is the oldest now, uh, Yeah, this is a test 12 and seven.
0: So So busy, you've got a full house, man, that is impressive. And uh, life is uh, always never a dull moment, probably at the house. Is that
1: right? Never a dull moment, something different every night. You know, I feel like most of our communications are around logistics, but the 16 year old driving that that helps a lot. Does it? Okay, and uh, she's a good driver? She's a good driver. Yeah. You know, it's uh, we haven't had snow yet since she's been driving, but she's a pretty good driver uh, so far. So we'll see how this winter goes.
0: Well, okay. so tell me this. Does she know that when she parks her car, she needs to take the keys out of the car and take them with her wherever she goes? Does Does she understand this?
1: I think she gets that part. Yeah. You know, it's attached to like this big keychain thing that she carries around.
0: Well, I'm telling you, there's a, uh, (laughs) my daughter, she's had a couple of moments where she's like left the keys in her car. And I, I, she went to do like an ACT test and like left the keys in her car. And her (laughs) friends, her friends moved her car just to teach her a lesson. She came out, her car was gone. And I, I was trying not to, I was trying to keep my cool let's just put it that way I'm like you cannot leave your this is a this is a troubled world we live in you can't leave your keys in your car but you know I there's something I love about that youthfulness of just like thinking that everything is is safe in the world and I'm like yeah it's not it's not always safe as parents we have to warn them of the dangers don't we
1: that's funny.
0: Yeah. Exactly. But uh, I've gotten the chance to meet your family and I got the chance to meet your family in a really unique way. And then, of course, I've gotten to see you at different times. You've come out to to see me on tour. I was invited to do a fundraising concert for your organization, which is called Catching Up with Jack. And um, I'm I'm somebody who's always got my antennas up when I'm um, interacting with the stories of people's lives. And, uh, you know, I've been no stranger to experiencing people's stories and then winding up feeling inspiration to write a song that is inspired by somebody's story. That's been a big part of my, my music. And uh, I was so moved by the story of your family and specifically the story of your son, Jack, that that wound up turning into a song called I Trust Jesus, which is on the My Story, Your Glory record. Um, but uh, I wasn't familiar with the story until I arrived in Ohio. I think it was 2021. It was, it was a couple yeah, years ago. Yeah. Yeah. A couple years ago, um, you invited me to to this fundraising concert. And so, um, if we could, I'd love for you just to talk about your sweet boy, Jack, um, and the yeah. journey that uh, you as a family uh, joined Jack on. And it was a difficult journey at that. But can we go ahead and, and talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, I would love to share
1: that. And I think, you know, you've been a big part of that, not just from that fundraiser, but, you know, as I was thinking about our time with you and our time with seeing you on tour, you know, it just helped me reflect a little bit on Christian music as a whole and how that impacted my life and my faith journey. Mm Uh, But some of your songs in particular, um, not Gobble Gobble, but some of the other ones in particular. (laughs) But um, I I really thought about that song, Do Something. And I just remembered that um, a couple months after Jack died, I was working out in the morning, just starting to get back into working out right after everything we had been through. And that song came on that morning. and, And as I was kind of probably complaining to God a little bit, I got that message loud and clear that he made me. Um, I needed to go do something. And and I remember getting in the car, turning on Love. There it was again, that song. I drove to the office and I remember my brother-in-law, Jim, and my good buddy, Jesse, were in my office. And they were like, hey, we want to do something to remember Jack. And they go through this. I'm thinking, okay, yeah, that song, I just heard it several times. You know, these guys, I walk in and they say, we want to do something. And it's like, yeah, we needed to do something to share our story, to share the powerful um, journey that we went on with our son, that he led us through with our faith, and, and it was awesome. And so, you know, that really starts, uh, well, it culminates with, of course, your text to me that says, hey, I wrote this song, I want you to hear it before we release it. Yeah. Um, but in between there, yeah, I mean, you know, we were at a baseball game watching our six-year-old son uh, do, you know, what little boys do. Um, And previous to that, he was getting sick in the morning. He was getting some headaches, so we had some testing done. And we woke up on Friday morning. We started to pack to go to our lake house, just like we would any other Friday. And the phone rang, right? And I remember him saying that um, your son has a brain tumor. You need to get immediately over to the hospital. And I remember thinking, well, like, can we do this Monday, right? We're all packed up, ready to go to the lake. And they're like, no, 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 you need to come right now, uh, so we, we threw our two kids at the time in the car, we raced to the hospital, we, we handed our daughter to my mom in the parking lot. And next thing you know, Katie and I are just freaking out, right, trying to figure out what it is, where we should be, what we should do, what was going to happen before this surgery on Monday morning. And, you know, my job as dad, that Sunday night, I had to figure out how we were going to tell Jack what was about to happen on Monday morning. And I just remember staring out the, the window at the Toledo Hospital, figuring out what I was going to tell this six-year-old little boy. And as I turned around to talk to him, Katie was on one side of his bed praying and and Jack was just laying there playing his little video game. And I walked over and all I could come up with was, hey, buddy, tomorrow you're going to be away from mom and dad for a while, Um, a long while, longer than you've been. but, But when it's all over, we'll be right there. And I just need you to trust your doctor. I need you to trust your nurses. And when it's all over, we'll be right there. And I just remember in that moment, Jack set down his video game. He, he looked up at his dad like I was the craziest person in the world. And he said, I trust Jesus at six years old. And I just remember we dropped to our knees on the side of his bed. And you can imagine, right, the s- chills go down your spine and the Holy Spirit just filled the room. And, and we weren't freaking out anymore. We, we were able to sleep that night. We knew that although this journey wouldn't be easy, we knew that Jack invited Jesus to be with him. He trusted him in his most difficult moment of his life. And as you've articulated great, uh, done a great job articulating across the tour is that that then became our mantra, right? As as his cancer came back, as difficulties along the journey through treatments came back, that became our mantra that, that through it, we were gonna trust. And it was the faith of this child, this little boy that allowed us to lead our family, change our community, draw people back to, to the Lord that had been away and, um, and it was an amazing five-year journey um, that didn't end the way we had hoped and prayed but certainly ended the way God wanted and Jack was victorious uh, going home to be with the Lord in 2015 and so uh, it's been, but it was quite the journey but that moment of just that you know we were freaking out and here he is saying you know well, I trust Jesus right and it's uh it's one of those one of those, things that just you, you can't make up, right? And thank God he was prepared. Thank God we had taught him his faith. Thank God that in his toughest moment, he could do that.
0: Yeah, it's, um, it, it's such a beautiful illustration and why the Bible talks about the faith of a child too. You know, um, Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers. And I feel like it sounds like you were sitting there realizing, wait, my son is setting the example for me, that that had to be uh, humbling, but also like I know as a parent who loves the Lord, like you always pray. It's you pray to see faith arise in your kids' lives too, like where their faith becomes real to them. That had to be incredible for you and your wife to hear him say, and it sounds like he would echo that sentiment. I trust Jesus throughout that that five-year journey. That's incredible. Hey, I wonder if you need to supercharge your hiring. If you do, well, you need Indeed. Uh, if you're like me and uh, you got a lot of stuff going on, you need to find some great people to add to your team. But you don't have a lot of time to spend searching. Where do you begin? You begin at Indeed. Indeed makes it easy. They streamline the whole hiring process. It's an unbelievably powerful hiring platform delivering four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest, Twenty nine thirteen. Over 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed, so why aren't you? They streamline hiring with powerful tools that find you matched candidates. And instead of spending hours on multiple job sites, searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed is a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. And that's what I love. You're able to hire and find the right people fast, and you're also able to save money in the process. Here's how. The only job site that... Where you only pay for applications that meet your must-have requirements, that's Indeed. No other job site offers that. So you're saving money and you're finding the right people to add to your team. Join more than 3 million businesses that use Indeed. Start hiring now with a $75 job credit, sponsored job credit, to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash West. Offer is good for a limited time. Claim your $75 job credit now at Indeed dot com slash west again indeed.com slash west and support the show by saying that you heard about it on the Matthew West podcast indeed.com slash west terms and conditions apply if you need to hire you need indeed well your your wife and you how long have you been married? So 21 years. 21 years and five of those years you're you're in and out of hospitals um I, I can't even begin to imagine what that five years was like for for Jack, for um, your children, for you guys, um, how, how did you and your wife uh, stay close and united through that whole ordeal? Yeah, yeah I mean, there's
1: uh, uh, very scary stats around couples that lose a child and, and the rate of divorce. And so um, we called that out. We knew that. And, you know, I think we owed it to Jack to continue to put our trust in the Lord, not only around this cancer and this issue that we were facing and having to be all around the country and separate, but to trust him when being open to additional children, to trust him and being open to the ups and the downs of of marriage and homeschooling, all the stuff we never thought we were going to have to do, yet here we were. And so, you know, we were very lucky that we were very well taken care of by our community, by our family, everyone stepped up and helped us. But I think the way I would answer that question is um, Matthew chapter 14, where Jesus calls Peter out of the boat, onto the water. And Peter starts walking over to Jesus and he just has his eyes locked on him, right? And and we know that in that passage, then the wind and the storm start to come up and Peter starts to lose that locked on to Jesus with his eyes and, and he starts to sink a little bit. And I know that as a dad, uh, to have a child that's diagnosed with cancer is tough enough. But to go through all the other birth, uh, we had four more kids after that, right? Um, the trials and the tribulations, but then to have it come back and to not lose hope, and then to have it come back a third time and to know that the inevitable was probably very likely at this point. You know, for me, I just kept going back to that scripture, And to know that as Jack looked up at me, I had to keep looking up at him and I had to keep my eyes locked on because the minute the next storm came, the minute the next stress came, if I dropped my eyes, I was done and I'd start sinking. And so I just
0: kept going back to that one. That's powerful because, you know, I guarantee you somebody's listening today and they're in the midst of experiencing loss or they've prayed for one outcome and they they didn't see the miracle in there, at least in the way that they thought it should look. And, you know, as a dad, you know, and anybody who's listening to this podcast right now, who's a parent, like their heart breaks, um, to hear the story of your sweet boy, Jack. And I, you know, the, the human, the human that I am, my flesh says, man, how do you, how do you lose your child and, and not lose your faith? You know what I mean? Like, I honestly, I go, I, it's, that's just something I think about, like, with my own daughters, like, you can't help but personalize it, and, and so I think to see that I'm, I'm sitting here talking with you, and you have this perspective, like, you prayed for a miracle for five years, and, but to hear the way you spoke with Victory about Jack being home with Jesus, like, I know that's probably, you're going to have, you probably still have days that are less than strong, where you're going, why God, but, for sure. How do you yeah. wrestle and how do you handle the why God moments in your life when when the dream didn't happen the way you hoped it would, when the miracle didn't, you know, wasn't delivered, when the breakthrough, when the healing for your son didn't happen the way you and your wife had and your community had desperately prayed for? How did you handle that that to the point where you're still standing here today with hope and with faith in God that's still intact?
1: Yeah, Um, that's a tough one. But I I think as I heard you ask the question, I went back to kind of the way that Christian music has worked in my life to allow me to stay focused. It's allowed the scriptures to come alive to me, but it also hits me at the right moments, right? And um, the song I can only imagine Mm. just sinks in and sinks in and sinks in and allows me to know, man, Jack is where I want to be. And and there is no way in heck Jack would want to come back from where he is. Right. And so this short time that we have to be without him, thank God we can be with him um, and know that he's with us. And we see him all around. We see him as you go around the country and tell his story and affect families and affect other people um, that he's still working. And that we can be part of it. But when I think about that song, I can only imagine again. And I, and I, of course, talking to you, it's easy to say and talk about Christian music and, and a lot of the ways that your songs have affected my life, but it's true. And I think for the listeners, that's a, a big one, that song that I can only imagine. I just, anytime I struggle, anytime I think about that, I just go back to that song and let that just sink in and picture that moment when Jack got to embrace Jesus And I picture what it's going to be like for me when I see him there and what I get to experience at
0: that moment. And that keeps me going. It keeps my eyes locked on. Man, that's incredible. Guys, I want to tell you about the number one Bible for kids makes the perfect gift for both boys and girls. It's the Adventure Bible. It's available in five translations and uh, a variety of colorful bindings. The Adventure awaits with the number one Bible for kids. It's an excellent Bible for teaching your child biblical values that are going to last a lifetime. I'm telling you guys, if you're a parent, um, man, you know firsthand in your own life the importance of picking up that Bible every single day. So you want to instill those values into your kids. Um, If you teach them at a young age uh, to hide God's word in their heart, it will make an eternal impact. The Adventure Bible is recommended by more Christian schools and churches than any other Bible for kids, and the Adventure Bible brand has sold more than 10 million copies. The Adventure Bible features captivating full-color features, hands-on activities that are going to get kids engaged with God's Word. Here are some of the features. You get Life in Bible Times, which are articles and illustrations that describe what life was like in ancient days. Uh, Did You Know, which is interesting facts that help kids understand God's Word and the life of faith. Live It, which is hands-on activities that help kids apply biblical truths to their lives. People in Bible Times, which is articles that offer close-up looks at the amazing people in the Bible. Words to Treasure highlights great verses to memorize. All of that is part of the Adventure Bible. More information about the Adventure Bible, plus free Bible games, activities for kids, and teaching resources are available at adventurebible.com. Dot com. Give the gift that's going to stay with your child for a, a lifetime. Go to adventurebible.com today. Uh, it, it, sometimes we get so bogged down in this life that we forget the promise of heaven. And, uh, and you know, I, I talk a lot about how, you know, this life on earth is not the final destination. It's the airport, you know, and, and nobody makes yeah. themselves at home in the airport. And yet, I you know, but but we're human and we're going to get like, you know, I mean, it's it's natural for me to go. I want to hold on to my daughters as long as I can. You know what I mean? Like this is this is yeah. the life we know. Right. And and yet to to have a faith, to believe in a place that we can't see in a heaven that waits for all of us. That's powerful, Brady. I um, talk about the importance of like you mentioned here in that song, do something. And, you know, there's a line in a, in one of my songs that says, you know, my pain your purpose Your purpose. Talk about turning that corner for you and your family, like for you to hear that song, uh, do something for you to be, um, in the midst of, you know, mourning the loss of, of your boy, Jack, but then having a desire to, to see God somehow some way begin to build a redemptive story, even through the loss of your son. Um, Walk me through that that aha moment and why you felt like it was important to honor Jack by helping others.
1: Yeah, thanks. Thanks for asking. And, you know, I just think about the power of prayer. Right. And, and Katie and I often talk about how we just felt like we were in the middle of just everyone's prayers around the country as his story grew and that I trust Jesus started to spread through our community. And we would just receive messages of people coming back to their faith. And so um, sadly, we also met a lot of families that had it way worse off than us. And on our journey, it seemed like everywhere we turn, as bad as we may have had it, somebody else had it worse. I mean, when you walk the floor of a pediatric cancer unit in any hospital, it is um, it is not a pretty sight. And Jack would walk in and Jack would walk out, right? He was just protected the whole time with the power of prayer through the community and across the country. And so we knew that we had to do something. Um, we couldn't just do nothing. And we wanted his story to be part of it. And so when we formed Catching Up with Jack, our foundation that helps, our mission really became... Uh, threefold. So the first thing is we want to find a cure to pediatric cancer. And the reality that we found out is there hasn't been a new treatment in 32 years. Wow. The research that goes to it, we get 4% of the funding. One in 47 uh, kids is diagnosed. One in 285 kids is diagnosed. But there's 40,000 kids across the country receiving treatment. And there hasn't been any advances because there's no funding. And so as a business guy, I saw that problem and I wanted to do something about it. And so I wanted to figure out where we could find ways to get hands, get money into the hands of these innovative young doctors with the best research, with the motivation to do it. And so... Part of our mission is to do that, get it right into the front lines. And we've been able to do that. We've been able to fund a treatment that was the breakthrough therapy of the year, two years ago, that's now being used to treat kids that, I mean, there was decades without progress. And, and these doctors would tell you that now with our help and, and others, you know, we're making progress every month now. So our first point is we wanna find a cure. The second one is um, that we wanna make sure that we can help local families. You know, so, many of the, uh, uh, so much of the community took such great care of us. Our family took such great care of us that we realized not everybody has that. And so we wanted to be a resource for local families. We wanted to be able to provide financial support and, and be a resource for them as well. And then, of course, the third uh, part of our mission is to uh, talk about Jack and faith and try to save souls and bring people back to Jesus and, and, and make sure that they know that storms are going to pop up. Uh, but that it, it, through that, we not only need to uh, rely on our faith, but to actually trust um, through that. And that that's really the only way we're going to get through it. Um, and so those are the three things we try to do. That's why we have guys like you have an awesome event that can spread the, the word and um, bring people to an amazing family filled event. So so that's our mission.
0: What does what that what's it feel like to interact with a family who's been blessed by the funds you've raised the organization like i mean what is that that's got to be incredible to like see your son's impact um in, in the form of seeing other families be blessed who are walking that same road and and what is that i mean what is that like for you to go okay wow i'm i'm seeing how like I didn't wish for this chapter of my story. I wouldn't. Right. Wa- I wouldn't want to go through it again. But right. but like you are so uniquely equipped, you and your wife are now to lock arms with other parents who are maybe in the very beginning stages of of the hell that you walked through, and right. to know they're not alone, and to have you. In, I mean, what does that sense of purpose feel like when you're in the middle of that and you're seeing, hmm. okay, God is. God is getting glory here through something I never thought anything good could come out of. What does that feel like? Yeah. Well, I've never been asked that. Um, It says it's,
1: it's not easy. So I don't want to pretend like uh, if I can give a good answer that it makes it easy. Right. When the phone rings and they say, Hey, I got your number. Our kid was just diagnosed with cancer. Can you give me a call? Um, It takes me back through a lot of the hard parts. Right. But I know that we have to love our neighbors as ourselves. And and so I do call back and we do call back and we try to be there and support and direct and help learn um, uh, some help share some of the things that we learned. And so it it does every time as much as it's hard to call back and to relive some of those things because they're just in the thick of it. Right. They're sharing with me all the things I don't want to hear again, but I know I can share back with them the things that they really need to know. Um, and part of that is faith and prayer and reliance on their focus on their marriage and don't lose sight of you being their advocate. And to be able to share those things that we learned, it does. When you hang up, you feel a a great sense of purpose. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a difficult thing to do, but it is a great sense of purpose. And then, you know, yeah, to be able to share his story with new people every year at an amazing event um, to glorify God in that way. Yeah. We wouldn't choose it. We wouldn't pick it, but we're glad that Jack taught us the way he did and led us the way that he did so that we can respond accordingly.
0: All right, I've put the dogs away while I record the podcast. Otherwise, they'd be absolutely interrupting our show. Uh, and instead, I get to interrupt our show by telling you about their favorite dog food. It's called Sundays, and it's healthy, and the dogs are happy. It's easy to store and serve, which makes me happy and It's very affordable, which makes me super happy. They've also got a new turkey recipe, which is the most palatable recipe yet. Uh, My dogs love it. They've got a ton of energy. They're feeling really good. In fact, a lot of dog parents report noticeable health improvements in their pups, including softer fur, healthier skin, and more energy. I've noticed that in my dogs as well. This is air-dried dog food made from a short list of human-grade ingredients. Sundays is healthy. It was co-founded by Dr. Tori Waxman, a practicing vet. It contains 90% real meat and 10% vegetables, fruits, and whole grains. Every recipe has digestive aids like pumpkin and ginger, plus disease-fighting antioxidants. So if you want your dogs to be healthy, if you want to feel good about keeping them healthy, Sundays is the dog food that they're going to love. Sundays is shelf-stable, lightweight, easy to travel with if you're on the go. Every order ships right to your door, which is what I love. So you're never going to worry about running out of dog food again. Plus get 20% off and free shipping on every subscription order. It costs 40% less than other healthy dog food brands. So you're saving money and they don't waste money on shipping frozen packages. They spend money on what matters, sourcing the best all-natural ingredients for your dog. We've worked out a special deal for our dog-loving listeners of the Matthew West Podcast. Get 35% off your first order of Sundays. Go to sundaysfordogs.com slash west. Use the code west at checkout. You're going to get 35% off your first order. That's S-U-N-D-A-Y-S-F-O-R-D-O-G-S dot com forward slash west. Upgrade your pup to Sundays and feel good about the food that you feed your dog. I think it's important what you just shared too that because it is it is like a it's a choice. it's a it's an obedience and it's a decision to be willing to go, okay, Lord, I'm gonna let you use even this. And it, you know that that reality that by walking with families, you are reliving the uh, yeah. what you and your family had to walk through. and yet you're doing that willingly and obediently saying, if God can use even this, than, uh to God be the glory. And and that's really just inspiring. And I know listeners are listening to this going, hopefully being challenged right now to go, hey, whatever that is in your life, whatever that chapter is that you're going, I don't see any way that God could give this, could get glory through this, or it's too painful. I'm not sure I can do it. I'll tell you some of the most incredible people that I've met that have inspired me the most, and I would put you in this category, Brady, you and your family are, are people who, Dared to believe that their most broken chapter was yeah. something that somehow, some way, um, a healing savior could could somehow bring some healing to and redemption to, and then use to help other people. When I when I meet people who have yeah. who have turned that corner, and it doesn't mean it's easy. It doesn't mean the pain goes away. Doesn't mean you don't miss who you've lost. It's like, but there's there's just there's a different level. of of understanding, compassion, and empathy for the world around um, people like yourself that I see that inspires me to go, Lord, help me see hurting people uh, in the way that guys like Brady do. Help me to go to be willing to let you use even the messiest stuff of my life to give me a compassion and an empathy for other people who might find themselves in the same mess. And I hope that fires up anybody who's listening today to go, "How, how could my pain somehow serve God's purpose? And am I willing to take that step no matter how hard or painful that might be on any given day? I want to make sure that we talk about why the name Catching Up With Jack. Um, I thought this was so cool. And it it really comes back to those three words, I trust Jesus. But tell me why you decided to name your organization Catching Up with Jack.
1: Yeah, so, you know, I think God gave Jack an opportunity to become the best version of himself. He became this person that God wants all of us to be. And and through that, it, it gave each of us a glimpse at the best version of ourselves. And, you know, as we think about it, Jack, that taught us to pray better. He taught us to love better. He taught us to endure better. He really kind of taught us to be a people of faith. He really became the best version of himself. And he moved from our idea of extraordinary to God's idea of extraordinary. He nailed it. Yeah. But the challenge that he left for us was to spend the rest of our lives trying to catch up with Jack, right? And so that's really where the catching up with Jack comes from. That was from his eulogy that one of our close friends, uh, wrote and read at his funeral. And and that's the same friend, by the way, that through this journey called us going back to kind of our marriage and things like that. And she said, you know, this cancer saved your family. Hmm. It saved your marriage. It saved your life. It saved other people's life. This event saved that. And she called it out, you know, because we weren't the people that we were today. But through that and through Jack's leadership and through his declaring that in his toughest moment, becoming the best version of himself. Yeah, he left us a significant challenge uh, to try to catch up to him. So that's why it's catching up with Jack.
0: I love that. And and I think, you know, I think it moved me so much because I thought, how many times in my life do I need to catch up with Jack? Do I need to, <laughs> like, how many times am I allowing anxiety or worry to to overtake me instead of choosing to say, I'm going to yeah. trust Jesus? And what, right. what a legacy it could be, I mean— for it to be said of us, like to get to the end of our lives and have somebody be able to say, "What if? What if people could say about us? You know what? Uh, he he didn't have the easiest life, but I watched that person put their trust in Jesus at every turn. Or you know what? Yeah. She he or she made mistakes. They they weren't perfect, but but man, when they put their trust in Jesus. They became a different person. And I, yeah. I feel like we could all catch up with Jack and that. And that's why I wanted to talk to you today. And that's why I want to continue to shine a light on your organization. And I'm excited. I'm going to be doing a special Christmas concert. And this is how much I believe in you and your organization, that I'm willing to, to travel to Toledo, Ohio in December Okay. In the middle of all your other shows and things. No, I, no, and so, I, I don't you. care about that. It's the fact that I'm willing to go to the cold frozen tundra <laughs> of where I know it's going to be cold. I'd much rather be in Florida, but, but for you, I'm willing to go. Um, the catching awesome. catching up with Jack.com is your website. I want, I want to shine a light and make sure listeners know um, that if they want to support an incredible organization, that's helping local families, uh, who are, who have a child who's battling pediatric cancer, but also helping to fund research to help find a pediatric cancer cure. This is incredible work that you are doing and you're incredible people doing it. The Christmas concert obviously is coming up. So people who live in that area area can come, or maybe even people in Florida who, who just want to experience the frozen tundra of, um, of Ohio, Make a road trip. to It's see an the anti-inflammatory, concert. right? Oh, is that, that what it is? It's good for you. Oh, it's like, yeah, a, it's hot, man. <laughs> We'll consider it a 24-hour yeah. cold plunge. But um, right. so uh, you can go to catchingupwithjack.com to get your tickets if you live in the area or want to make a, a trip to the concert. And you can actually click the donate button there as well to help support this incredible organization. But today, um, my some of my takeaways today, and I hope takeaways for those who are listening are... You know brady thanks to you telling your story i always talk about the importance of not just being a story keeper but being a storyteller and because you and your family are choosing to tell your story you've reminded us today of the promise of heaven which in this broken messed up world We need we need that. You've reminded us of the importance of keeping our eyes locked on Jesus in the middle of the storm, because on any given day, it's going to feel like it's too much and we cannot lose our faith. And we can't lose our faith when we keep our eyes on Jesus. When we don't lose sight of him, we don't lose sight of our faith. And so that's a great reminder as well. And then I'm walking away from this just being reminded um, that uh, purpose can come from our pain. And that exactly. God has created each and every one of our stories in a unique way, and there is not a single chapter of our stories that is wasted when we place it in His hands. And catching up with Jack, you and your wife, uh, your your marriage staying strong, your awesome kids, you guys are a walking and living testimony. To how great purpose can come even from great pain. And so I just wanna thank you for uh, setting the example. And I think all of us can catch up with you, uh, just like we're yeah. gonna live our lives with the goal of catching up with Jack. I'm gonna share a little bit of the I Trust Jesus song that was inspired by awesome. Jack uh, later in the episode. But thank you for joining me today, Brady. I'm excited to. Uh, put a a sweater and a parka on and head to Ohio to be with you. And I pray God's richest blessings on your story and you and your family. And we're all looking forward to the day that we get to see Jack in heaven and uh, just um, so blessed by you and inspired by you today.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I can't wait to see you. It's going to be a ton of fun and really looking forward to it, but thank you so much for all you do and for having me on today.
0: It's good stuff. Brady Fineski, his very, very nice. first podcast episode, he did a good job. I think it's the ah, first more to come. <laughs> okay, now it's time for songs from the Story House. Today's song is inspired by Jack and the story that you heard, the story that Brady shared with me when I went to do that fundraiser concert, the story about how they felt like their faith was always having to catch up to the faith of their little boy the story of that three-word refrain that uh, if I'm being honest, I often fail to echo when I'm in my most troubling times. Um, I try to trust the world, I try to trust my resources, I try to trust my own ability to fix what's broken, um, but we inevitably come to the end of us, don't we? And that's when we can look up and be reminded that in the middle of the storm, when the boat is sinking, Um, there is only one who can calm the waves. We can put our trust in Jesus. Um, And I I, I referenced the old hymn. um, My hope is built on nothing less but Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame. I trust In Jesus' name. go go listen to the official version of that song that features Jen Johnson from Bethel Worship and um, for me it's just a powerful worship anthem something that you can sing in the middle of your storm something that you can be reminded of in the middle of your, your fire or your fight in your weak moments when you're tempted to lose faith and wonder if God is there for you um To be reminded that when you put your trust in Jesus, all other ground is sinking sand, right? My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame. I trust in Jesus' name. A song uh, in honor of Jack and one that I hope encourages you. He's my dad. He gives good advice. We're closing out today's show with him. Here's his theme song. He is my dad. And that's why this segment is called Dad Vice. All right, Dad, what do you got for us? You got a dad joke?
2: Hey, I, I got uh, some good dad jokes for this time of the year. Uh, and some more jokes about turkey. How come the turkey didn't eat dinner? Because he was already stuffed. And then here, <laughs> if that did make you laugh, this one will. What kind of music did the pilgrims listen to? Plymouth Rock. Yeah, rock, baby. (laughs) Okay. Uh, We're going to talk about how good of God to provide for us. And what a time of the year to think of that. Uh, Again, a couple lines of your song, How Good of God. How good, how good, how good of God to be so good to me. Key verse today, Philippians 419, but my God will supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now, I don't know what you're Struggling with today. You may be struggling financially. You may not feel like you have your needs met. Maybe you are facing loss or illness. Here are just some of the prayer requests that have come in to us. Monica said, Please pray for me. I need a job. Deb, my son in law has been laid off for months. Lori, we need a place to live. Candace, I'm struggling with a herniated disc disease and have not worked for several months. Here's three important things that God wants us to know and how He will provide for us. One, He already knows what we need. Psalm 139, 4, even before there is a word on my tongue, O Lord, you know it all. Secondly, has already promised to supply our needs. Psalm 37, 25. I I love this verse. I was young and now I'm old. And that describes me. I was young. You know, I started in the ministry at 24 pastoring a church. I woke up this morning and I'm 73. (laughs) What happened? Yet, uh, but here's what uh, David said. I was young, now I'm old, yet I've never seen the righteous uh, forsaken or their children begging for bread. And I've seen God provide every minute of the way. Thirdly, he is Jehovah Jireh. Genesis 22:14. I'd encourage you to go to that chapter and and read it uh, today. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. God asked Abraham to sacrifice his son Isaac and they were headed to the sacrifice and the words came the Lord will provide. Jehovah Jireh, Second Corinthians 9, 8. And God is able to make all grace abound to you so that in all things, at all times, having all your needs met, you will abound in every good work. A good quote from Max Cato, God meets our daily needs, not weekly or annually. He will give you what you need when it is needed. My advice today is that no matter what we lack, we might face in the, com- or what we might face in the coming year, God's already got it. Don't give in to becoming anxious, fearful, or discouraged. Paul reminds us to put our trust in God and pray for me that I can practice what I preach.
0: Yeah, you there and you me go. both. You and me both. If you have a need today, uh, hopefully that's a timely encouragement for you. Yeah. God will supply all your needs. I love all the use of the word all. Yeah. You know, it's uh, God does not mix words when it comes to God's word. The words are there intentionally and for a reason. And so be reminded that he's not going to meet some of your needs. He will meet all of your needs according to his riches and glory. Thanks, Dad. All right. Thank you. Okay, that's our show for today. Thank you guys so much for joining me. I want to thank Brady for joining me. What a powerful testimony of how God can use even the the tragic, painful um, chapters of our stories when we're willing to say, okay, Lord, I don't understand why this is happening. I don't understand why I've had to go through this. I don't understand why I've had to experience this pain or this loss, but I'm going to dare to believe that you truly are the author of all stories and not a single chapter is catching you off guard. And so I hope you're inspired today to catch up with Jack. Maybe you're having a hard time trusting. Maybe you're allowing worry to consume you. Maybe what Brady shared about keeping your eyes locked on God in the middle of your story is exactly where you are. I hope that inspires you and reminds you to do just that. Stay close to him. Keep your eyes on him. Don't lose faith. Don't lose hope. Take heart because he has overcome the world and he can use your story for his glory thank you so much for listening i love you guys thanks for the support it's your story for his glory and i'll see you next week